Y'all ready to be history? It's started. Welcome. Hi. 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 Hello, everyone. To the Pro Audio Suite. These guys are professional. They're motivated. Thanks to Tribooth, the best vocal booth for home or on-the-road voice recording. And Austrian Audio, making passion heard. Introducing Robert Marshall from Source Elements and Someone Audio Post, Chicago. Darren Robert Robertson from Voodoo Radio Imaging, Sydney. Tech to the VO Stars. George the Tech Whitam from LA. And me, Andrew Peters, voiceover talent and home studio guy. Line up, And welcome to another Pro Audio Suite. Thanks to Tribooth. Don't forget the code PAP200 to save $200 on your Tribooth. And Austrian Audio, making passion heard. Now, talking about hearing, um, I did a session the other day. It was a Source Connect session to a studio in Sydney. Uh, He had set up Zoom so the ad agency and the creatives could actually listen and monitor what was going on and direct. During the the, uh, session... I was asked if I could actually back off with the, the the bottom end of my voice. Could I lift it a you know a bit just so it's not so boomy? And I'm thinking to myself, the person who's saying this is actually probably listening to this on a pair of hi-fi headphones, which are going to emphasise the bottom end. But have you come across this as well in your travels, George? Well, I mean, all the time I set up processing for people and I'm basing it off of, you know, my ears, my headphones, my consistent listening environment, quote unquote, that I've been using year after year after year after year. So I feel like I know what the bass should be, but bass is one of the hardest things to get right because bass is so dependent on the monitoring, um, the headphones, how they fit on someone's head, how tightly they fit, how well they seal how they're designed, how they're EQ'd. And if they're using monitor speakers, it's even more of a variable because of the room tuning and on and on. Bass is a nightmare um, to get balanced. So, yeah, so sometimes I set it up and then they say, well, I think it sounds too muddy or bassy. And then I'll ask them, what are you monitoring on? And sometimes I'll make an adjustment and sometimes I'll just say, "Um, well, I I trust my monitoring environment. If, If you find that you're getting negative feedback from clients then you know let me know let's we'll revisit it but i believe i've made the right choices bottom end is also so, a very pers- it, it's also a very personal thing like yeah you know like top end you know the, there's a bit of a fine line because you know once you start getting se and sibilant and all that at the top end but the bottom ends a completely different thing yes you can it can be obviously overdone but the right amount is a really personal thing yeah it is yeah if for whatever reason Bass and treble as well. The sibilance range are two of the tricky, tricky spots. Yeah. And but it was, yeah. yeah. It was interesting though, because I've never ever been asked to uh, wind the, the bottom end of my voice out, physically do it yourself, uh, not well, you know, via some you mechanical be. device. And nor should you be. And nor should you no. acknowledge the client. I would let the engineer do what they want to do. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, you know, who am I to say? Because I'm not an actor, so I don't know what I'm going to be doing in the moment in that situation, and how quickly the session's moving, and on and on. Is it your first time ever with that client? Is it somebody you've worked with many times? Is there so many things to deal with on a, on a uh, etiquette level? But you know, I would pat, I would say to the engineer, "Oh, is there something you can do to roll roll off my low end?" See, my yeah. answer in that situation would have been, "Hey, look, we're up, we're on a bit of a roll here. Andrew's got a, got a good few takes down. I can deal with this later. Too much is better than too little. I, I can fix this later. Why don't we just get the right read 
and I'll deal with this later. And, and you take this whole, all the pressure out of the situation. Exactly. In a Source Connect situation, there's an engineer that are being paid to do and monitor and manage the audio, and that's their job. And he should have, the engineer should have spoken up and intervened. And yeah. not left you holding the bag. That was, that was not cool, I don't think. Yeah. It's funny, though, because the problem was, of course, it was actually one of those reads where you were just about eating the mic. That's what they wanted. It was kind of almost whispery kind of thing. And the other so thing, you got the proximity kind of effect sound. as well. That's yeah. what they're looking for. That's right. So you're getting yeah. all this extra low end anyway, yeah. and then they're complaining that it's too much low end. Yeah. And, this, and the problem is, is you're dealing with a, ta- a client, in this case, who, the, the, who, who is it that trains clients? Who, oh, well, who made the comment? The, the the client made the comment, not the engine. Like the engineer didn't step in and say anything. And so, what was the level of interaction the engineer was providing the whole time? Were they doing edits on the fly? Were they just calling takes, and that was it? Like what uh, was, was, they were doing edits on the fly, and you know that kind of stuff. And and did you notice when they played stuff back that you sounded different to yourself? No. So they weren't like processing or like you know finding no. the sound as they go along my feeling um, was and i i did mention it but it sort of fell on deaf ears excuse pun but i think um the producer was wearing just domestic headphones in the laptop and yeah, they could um, have been wearing beats by dre or something then no position yeah. to comment it's like yeah, I, yeah. The, the engineer should totally have just put them in their place and, and we, in a nice way you know and just sort of yeah. go and look you know it's, it's it's not even put them in their place. Just say like like we're good. I I've got like enough signal, yeah, and and a, and a spectrum that I can I can equalize out and shift it however it's necessary. Because the reality is is that it's going to go into a mix, and then if the music's really loud, the low end and the voice is going to kind of go away, but it won't really because you hear it without hearing it. It's like a weird phenomena, even with kick drums that you want to make a kick drum sound bigger, you add high end. And then that snap and that slap somehow tells your ear that there's a big thing behind it. And your brain fills in the difference and you hear the low end that isn't technically there or isn't there as much as you might sort of think it is. Um, that's that. That's sort of what that waves max bass kind of plug-in tries to play around with, for example. Yeah. Um, they're also that, hearing you through Zoom, right? So they're yeah. hearing you through a pretty obliterated signal that the Zoom echo canceled and yeah, echo canceled had you know crushed dynamic range and all this other garbage. So if they were hearing yeah. if they were hearing you the way the engineering was engineer was hearing you through Source Connect, I, I have a solution I'm, for they that. They would probably have not have said said anything. Yeah, Source Nexus. I know you're going to say it, Robert. I was going to just do it through the gateway instead of Zoom, so you can send the clients something that's perfectly high quality, what they would expect to hear still out of their computers. And just make sure you get yeah. them to mute their speakers like George hasn't today. <laughs> oh, right. See, so you guys, you guys got to tell me that stuff. I have one button. See, I'm wearing, that's the problem. I'm wearing closed headphones or sealed headphones. And so I didn't even hear my monitors. I didn't even know they were on. I just noticed too on a couple of, <laughs> Robert got a bit louder on a couple of words and I went, shit, someone's got their speakers on. There's What's George. the slap yeah, yeah. back? Who's doing it? Yeah, that's right. Exactly. That actually yeah. sounds good though. It gave Robert a bit more sort of depth <laughs> or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pan one left and one right and give him a bit of stereo, will I? Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Sound great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> am, I, am, I, am I showing up twice or am I just one now? 
You're just one. You're just one. There's just one of you is more than enough. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. It's, it's too much. Yeah. I've been trying to get away, but I can't. It's really weird. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, the, the only problem with my rig is that if I'm really not paying attention, and my monitors are on, but at a low level, and uh, I don't, of course, we don't use echo cancellation, so... Uh, it's a tricky, a tricky spot. That's why we hire yeah, an, uh, such a good audio engineer to take care of this stuff. Yeah, and when you guys listen to it, it'll probably sound flawless. Yeah, um, but uh, you know, I get, speaking of audio engineers, that's what it, this all comes back to for me. Is you know, audio engineers need to take more not responsibility, more control in situations like that. I mean, you be, that's where they're the expert. You know, when it comes to the read and the delivery, maybe the client and the the producers, uh, well, not maybe, they are, you know, sort of the be-all and end-all. But when it comes to the quality of what you're receiving and what's being recorded, that's that's your domain. You have every right to speak up and go, I, hey, listen, I have no problems here. I think even if, unfortunately, the situation is that even if the talent is in the worst situation, you usually still just have to make it work. So the other day I, I had a connection and... I had to take out probably six or 10 decibels at like 200 Hertz in a really broad kind of bell curve, just to like take out this huge low end BS that was going on in the booth. Yeah. They're in a boomy, a boomy booth. Yeah. You know, you kind of hear it and no one says anything. And then that's what I was asking about the playback is you do a few playbacks and you get it dialed in and then you maybe even throw that across the real time connection going to the clients so that they just, hear them sort of unclouded, but to ask the talent to change their situation significantly, you only have them booked for an hour. These people are only on the line for an hour. You've got five minutes to get set up and going. Hopefully the talent is connecting to you ahead of time, Um, but that doesn't always happen. And sometimes you're connecting right at, or, you know, like only two minutes beforehand. Some talent have it down. They're just like, boom, let's go. Like I've been doing this all day long. You're number three. And other times yeah. you hook up with somebody and they're just like, holy shit. Like, yeah. Um, the, you know, like, like they hook up at first and you, you're like, can you select your microphone? Because right now it's your laptop microphone. I can tell. Yes. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. okay, good. Now, how about your headphones? <laughs> like, <laughs> How many times? How many yeah, times yeah, yeah. you have to do that? It's crazy. I have to say though, in the defense of the engineer, um, the situation was, um, that the ad agency were doing the pitch the, to their client 40 minutes after the session had finished. In fact, 30 minutes after the session had finished. And there were five spots that he had to build. That that happens mm. all the time. Well, all, the yeah. more, all the more reason for him to be going, let's not fuck around getting the talent to worry about the EQ on their, you know, on their mic. Totally. Let me sort that out right. when it comes yeah. in. All the more reason to go, let's just keep moving. Yeah, he was pushing it along. But he, he I, when I said... Um, Maybe it's the headphones you're wearing that could be a bit high fi He shut up. <laughs> he didn't say a word, and that yeah. kind of went straight to the keeper. Oh, he's and then, a pussy. Uh, well, I think he was sort of preoccupied. He may not even have heard me. He could have yeah. been preoccupied because I know that they were seriously under the pump because it was even weird. This session was actually even weirder because they had done the whole record the day before, and then there have been script changes. But the guy that they were happy with who did the job couldn't get to a studio in time and they had to get this stuff finished and presented to the client. So I got a call from my agent saying, 
can you do a Source Connect session in 20 minutes? I'm like, yeah, sure. What is it with Australia and all this like last minute voiceover shit? Yeah. It's like, it seems to be unique to Australia. (laughs) (laughs) Does it really? Everything I've ever done is like booked three days in advance or still like disorganization. And inevitably they find ways to have things be disorganized one way or the other, but. I got a radio imaging client who I got. A, I was telling AP yesterday. I got a phone call from on Friday, going, "Hey, we want to launch a podcast for the breakfast show on Monday. Can you give us all the imaging and production and stuff?" So yeah, I, I think it's it's indicative of their perception of how how it works in the studio. Like you know, well, I, you know, it's the old classic. Well, it only takes thirty seconds to record the voiceover. You know, so how long can it take to put it together? It's like, well, you know. Yeah. Like the only time I see the last minute thing coming up is every now and then someone does go through the whole audition process. They get the person on mic and some creative decides in the first five or 10 minutes of the session that this person isn't going to work out. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, call the usual suspect. And then, you know, there's a, there's a few names, you know, that, cliches in a way but they you yep. know they'll get the session done you know they have the range they but it's it's not that often at all usually everything's booked pretty well in advance like by days i like the uh <laughs> i like the scariness of the uh can you jump online now yeah it's I, like I, the I, it's I, like the yeah. uh, you, you need the bat pole down yeah. at the yeah. voiceover booth Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You mean how we started this session today? I've got it. Yes. (laughs) Can we do this right now, guys? Because I got to go. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, you got to go. Yeah. (laughs) You go, George. It's been fun. Well, that was fun. Is it over? The Pro Audio Suite. With thanks to Tribooth. And Austrian Audio. Recorded using Source Connect. Edited by Andrew Peters. And mixed by Voodoo Radio Imaging. With tech support from George the Tech Whittem. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and join in the conversation on our Facebook group. To leave a comment, suggest a topic, or just say good day, drop us a note at our website. Theproaudiosuite.com.